Welcome to today's podcast, What is Love, with John and Stephanie. We hope you will be stretched and grow into Jesus in a greater way. Good morning, everybody. I thought I would get on here and give you um, a little information that the Lord has really dealt with me about concerning prayer and fasting. And when you pray and fast, they are like a nuclear bomb combined in one. Last night I was asked about how do you deal with imaginations by someone. And this person is fasting right now and they said, I, how, how are you supposed to pray when you fast? And the Lord quickened me and it just, it really blew my mind. It's like, I, you know, you have an understanding mentally, but when it drops down into your heart, it really becomes something amazing to you. So I told this person, I said, okay, if you have an imagination or a thought that you can't seem to get past that keeps coming up, especially during times of fasting, what it is, is you're fasting because you want to seek God on greater levels than you could normally do in regular life. So if you're seeking the Lord and that's why you're fasting, another reason is because there are unbeliefs that are rolling around in your heart. There are heart beliefs that you have that have separated you from relationship with the Father in some manner. So what happens is you want to draw close to God. So when God draws near to you because you've drawn near to him, he's beckoning you. He's saying, look, there's this. This thing is what is separating us. This is keeping us from being in full fellowship. I, I can't draw nearer until we deal with this. So don't push away imaginations and, and um, unbelief thoughts. Thoughts of unbelief and imaginations can separate you from knowing the Lord on a deeper level, on a more intimate level. So when those things are the ones that are coming up and you can't seem to get them out of your face. Those are the things that you want to bring into the light. They've been exposed. So now you bring them into the light of Jesus during that time of fasting. And this is how you pray. Let's say if you have a thought of lust, if you get an imagination of another person that moves you into a place of sexual desire, then it makes it real difficult because you you know that you, that's not you. You don't you don't want to do that. You want to live holy. You want to live righteous because you are righteous. When you have that thought that keeps getting in your way of living holy or righteous, that time is the time to pray over it. That's when you say, you know what, Father, I am having this problem with lust, and I thank you that you have revealed it. You have exposed it, that it's a heart belief, something inside of me that has directed me. So I ask right now that you cleanse me of that lust. I repent of having desires that are outside of the marriage bed, desires that affect every part of my life in this area. So Father, I thank you, like let's say a married person, um, let's say it was me, let's say it's me. Father, I am having these thoughts of lust, and they're not of my husband. So, Father, right now I ask that you cleanse me of that. I repent of having lust for another person. I repent and ask you to cleanse me of that unrighteousness. 
Father, I thank you that my desire is for my husband, how I may please him. I thank you that you cut off this area of the flesh and help me to live a holy, righteous, undefiled bed life with my husband. And then you say, teach me your ways concerning this. And then you just wait. You become still and you thank him from the heart. A grateful heart gets the joy. So when the disciples had tried to pray for a young boy who had a, an unclean spirit, he was, he was falling down into the fire. He threw himself down into the water so many times. His father was afraid of his death. He brought his son to the disciples and the disciples could not cast this, this devil out. So in Matthew 17, 17, Jesus then answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? This was a genuine question. Have you ever prayed for somebody and nothing changed? So here we go. Jesus is explaining why this is not happening. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. What does not go out? He wasn't talking about the demon. He said, O faithless and perverse generation. What he was saying was your unbelief is perverting your faith. He says, because of your unbelief, and I'm going to skip, I'm going to skip a little section there, and I'm going to go right to the point. Because of your unbelief, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Whenever I have fasted, any length of time, whether it be 16 hours, 18 hours, 24 hours, 21 days, whatever it's been that I've done in fasting, unbelief seems to amplify in my prayer time and in my fasting time. What I really grabbed a hold of this time is that it is the unbelief that pops up that God is revealing to you. The Holy Ghost is revealing this to you so that you can deal with it in the manner I just showed you. You, it gets exposed, it comes up to the top. That's the dross that comes up to the top. And when that dross comes up to the top, with the efforts that you have and your belief system, knowing that you can be free, that Jesus paid the price for you to be free from these things. And sin is unbelief. Unbelief is a sin. I don't know how to back that up, but I just know it. It's in the word. But this is the mountain that we all face. The mountain is not the finances. The mountain is not the lust. The mountain is not the, the circumstances in which you find yourself. The mountain is your belief system concerning the finances, the lust, and the circumstances. Grab a hold of this, guys, because this is huge. The mountain is not your problem. The mountain is the unbelief that is mounted against you in your relationship with the Father, believing 
that he is the provider, that he is the deliverer, he is the salvation. These are the things that come up during fasting and prayer to try and get you. A lot of people think, okay, let me be very real with you right now. People think that every problem we have is the devil, and it's not. Most of us, most of our problems come from the carnal mind. Paul said, where do wars and fights come from among you except from the passions of your heart? That is the belief system. And when you have an unbelief in a situation, let's say, let's say like um, my pocketbook has moths in it. I mean, honestly, all I can find is lint in my pocket. So what is the problem? The problem is not that money's not coming in. The problem is where have I believed something about finances that may have separated me from, from kingdom beliefs? So if I fast and I pray and those unbeliefs begin to rise to the surface and that's it feels like it's blocking your vision. It feels like it's blocking you from receiving uh, information from heaven. Those are the things that we need to pray about. Those are the things that we expose. And the, the father even told Jesus, I believe, help my unbelief. So you can believe to a certain extent, but there's an unbelief that will block what you're trying to accomplish. So when that unbelief is revealed to you, it's not the devil attacking you. It's not the devil trying to get you to stop fasting and praying. That's not what it's about. What it's about is you wanted to do, you wanted to draw near to the Father, and the Father wants to draw near to you. He's always in the mode of reconciliation. No matter what the situation is, he wants to reconcile you into the kingdom understanding that he has provided for you. He wants to draw near to you. So when he draws near, guess what? When light comes into a room, it pushes against the darkness. And when you squeeze us, what happens is all that stuff comes out. It comes up to the surface. And fasting creates pressure on the flesh. And your unbelief, that belief system, will just rise up inside of you. And that's when it's in your face and it seems to be this mountain that you can't get past. That's the time to expose it. And when you expose it to him and you say, Father, there is this unbelief that's inside of me. I identify that it's an unbelief because it's an image or a thought that just keeps taking control of me in this area. So, Father, I ask you to give me your wisdom and understanding in this particular place. Help my unbelief. Get it out of me. Give me the word from heaven that draws you closer to me so that I can succeed in this area because you brought it up for a good reason. You brought it up so that it could be wiped away. You brought it up so that I could succeed in this area. So fasting and prayer are essential to the Christian walk. I know that some of you cannot fast a full-on fast, but there are other ways to fast. Fasting is between you and God. It is a marvelous thing. When you fast, you, you shut down the digestive system. This is the, side, the physical sides of fasting. You shut down the entire digestive system, and then all of your cells begin to get a rest and go, oh, there's this problem over here. Um, the skin doesn't look real beautiful. It's, it's got these issues, and now we can go and repair that. 
That's what the cells do. The, your skin will begin to glow. You'll get this color in your face and your skin will clear up of infections and stuff like that. Your hair will begin to shine better. Your eyes will clear up. You know, you get red in your eyes. That kind of stuff will clear up. And weight loss is a side effect of fasting, guaranteed. When you go back to eating again, most of that weight's going to come back. Uh, I know a lot of people who intermittent fast. It's, it's good for you. If you can go 12, 16, 18, 24 hours without a meal, it's, it's really good for you. There's also juice fasting where you're only eating fruits and vegetables. Then you've got your Daniel fasts. It's all in a measure of being led by the Holy Spirit and how you should fast. Some people with medications can't fast certain things. Like everybody can fast sugar. Everybody can fast flour. Everybody can fast coffee. When you disconnect yourself from the physical desires, you can overcome the unbeliefs that have connected you to the desires of the flesh. So I encourage you today... Consider fasting and prayer. Let's hit the other side of prayer and fasting. When you're fasting and you have a new belief that rises up, you get a revelation from the Father, and the Holy Ghost is infusing you with understanding of things, those are also imaginations that He's wanting you to have. So when those imaginations come up, you kind of get fueled, you know? And you start to kind of tingle all over, and you feel like the Holy Ghost is on you. It's not something that you just receive. Reciprocate it back to him. That's one of the ways that we pray, pray during fasting. It becomes this powerhouse, this nuclear bomb. Not only does it change your unbelief, but it also changes your belief. It can enhance the beliefs that are solid already. And when you pray that back to him and you say, Father, this is so awesome what you're showing me. I thank you that da 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 Those things become this nuclear bomb that changes your whole life. Your perspectives will change. Your heart beliefs will either amplify or be eradicated. That don't the ones that are not, don't belong, those will be eradicated. And when you come out of prayer and fasting, you'll see everything change. The change may not be immediate, but it will change. And the more you turn your belief over to the kingdom, the more you see change out here. Fasting and prayer helps get you there. It's like the fast track to understanding. It's the fast track to relationship with the Father. If you're doing it right, don't just go without food. If you go without food and don't pray and don't go into that closet, the more you pray, the less you diet while fasting. I remember Graham Cook told a story. He was he was going on an extended fast, and on his 17th day, the Lord stepped into his room, and he said, how's the diet going, Graham? And he said, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. It's, it's, it's kind of funny because I have times where I just go without food, and then I go about my day, and I call it fasting, and I'm like, now I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not how we do this. Though I do have to still go about my day doing things. I bring it to a minimum and only do what's required so that I can spend my time praying, reading the word, just being still before him because I want unbelief 
eradicated in my heart so that I can come closer to the one that loves me, closer to the one I love. In him, we move and live and have our being. I can't say that I'm doing that if I haven't come to the place of stillness, whether it's stillness without fasting or stillness with fasting. Fasting and prayer are the powerhouse that gets you further quicker. And it's all about dying to yourself. When your flesh desires come up during prayer and fasting, you are definitely going to have success in dying. Give it over to him. Expose it in the light. Say things with your mouth. Don't sit quietly and do nothing when something has been shown to you. Get into it because the father so wants to be close to you. He's revealing those things so that he can love on you more, so that he can draw closer, get more intimate with you. I think that's pretty much all I've got, guys. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this, and I, I really hope that you you um, take it to heart. And so I love you guys. Have a great day, and consider prayer and fasting. Get before the Lord and ask Him what He would have you do if you're wanting to draw closer to Him. And remember to pray through the imaginations and thoughts of unbelief. Because this kind, this mountain, this mountain that seems to be all up in your face, preventing you from understanding and believing and getting closer to the Father, it needs to be gone. Prayer and fasting will do that. It's only going to come out by prayer and fasting. You can rebuke devils. You can cast out devils. You can trample on serpents and scorpions, but fasting kills unbelief and it'll get it out of you. I love you guys. Grace, grace to you. May peace abound and multiply to you in Jesus' name. Love you guys. Mm -hmm.